Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. The Blues Booth is brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. When it's time for new flooring at your home, real wood provides the best long-term value. Boardwalk has great floors for every home. Visit our three area showrooms and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Danny Mac is in for Michelle, Randy with you, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and Joe Vitale is kind enough to join us, as he does every Friday. Joey V, good morning, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, what kind of food do you have at the, uh, and we talked a little bit about this last mm. week about uh, Christmas food, but what are you going to do on Christmas Day? Ooh, Christmas Day, uh, Randy. First of all, good morning to good morning. you and Danny. Boy, you guys got the A team today. Holy smoke! I'm a little oh, nervous. Yeah. I, us- oh, yeah. I usually don't get. I usually don't get nervous. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try not to. I'm gonna try not to fumble through this really quickly. Uh, Christmas Day, Randy. I tell you what, it's, it's changed every year because we keep popping out kids, <laughs> and so now we have a nine month old this year. You know, we couldn't do the tree because she's always yanking ornaments off everything, <laughs> and so it, it, it's an ever evolving door with Christmas Day. We don't really have any. Complete plans besides opening in presents. We're not sure what we're doing with the family this year. This is a completely uh, improvisation, much like Thanksgiving was for us this year. I'm sure most people can relate to that this year. I, I got to get something from you. Dan says that putting like crushed M&Ms and crushed Oreos on top of pancakes is going overboard. Your take. Ooh, so like the elf style you're talking about, Dan, like just loading it up. Well, if you've been watching television, this is how it started. If you've been watching TV, there's a commercial out there. We think it's from IHOP and it's got like crushed M&Ms, chocolate chips, the whipped cream, butter, the uh, the uh, the syrup, the whole thing. And I just said, that's that's overboard. That's overkill. It's too much. That's grotesque. And Randy said, no, that's what you do. And I said, no, you don't. You've gone overboard and you've lost your mind. So I'm leaving it to you to be the tiebreaker here. That's, those aren't pancakes anymore. That's Thank a cake. You. Thank you. That's a, that's a birthday cake. <laughs> that's I mean, that's essentially, I mean, put a candle in that thing. That thing's Thank a birthday you, cake. There's, 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 there's a little, you know, listen, you got you to hold on tight to the Some integrity. sensibility here. Uh, you you got to hold on. There is something called pancake integrity. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. You got to look it up. And pancake, pancake integrity is don't you can't push it past that line. Pancake integrity is having just a little bit of leavening, just to give it a little bit of a rise. We're going to mix milk. We're going to mix eggs, and we're going to use our grandma's old griddle. Doesn't everyone still have a grandma's old cast sure. iron griddle yep. that you make flapjacks out of, right? Yeah. I like that word flapjack too. And let me tell you something, Joey, this is why it's great to have you on because, you know, Alexander Steen, one of the great blues uh, decides to retire. And yet we have you on, and we talk food and I, I, it leads me to this. You're, you know, you're a rough and tough pro athlete. And I got to wonder with your uh, great history in food and the fact that probably you ate a lot of food, how the hell did you ever stay in shape? You know, I, um, I, I will tell you, Dan, that, that eating, it, you still have to keep it under control yeah. when, when you're a player. Because especially for for me and my career, and definitely Steiner in the later part of his year. So when he started out playing, 
You know, when he was a top-line guy and a power play guy, he was probably chewing up 23, 24 minutes. You know, Ryan O'Reilly playing those minutes, he can eat literally whatever he wants, and he's going to be just fine. It's when you start playing those 10 to 12 minutes uh-huh. that you really got to watch it. And it's not easy. It's not easy because there's food everywhere. I'll give you a quick little snippet of how much food you see when you're in the National Hockey League. Every year, the teams do these father's trips. You guys have seen that before. Oh, yeah. You actually said some, some of them are doing mom's trips now. I, I had the luxury of having a mom's trip. One year when I was in Pittsburgh, it was actually a lot, a lot of fun. Um, but the but the point is, my dad, I took him on a dad's trip, I think my second year in Pittsburgh. We show up. He shows up at the plane. The ladies bring around the, the, the candy, this candy basket, and then you take off, and then they have an appetizer of shrimp. I think it was bacon-wrapped shrimp that day. We do that. Then you have your filet on your plane, and then upon landing, then they do dessert. You get to the hotel. There's a snack time. There's lots of snack time, and then you go to get a snack, and then you go to dinner, and then there's dinner, the, the, the plethora of food. You have salmon, you got steak, you got chicken, you got every kind of protein you can imagine. There's a berry table. They have a table designated for berries at breakfast time. There's blackberries, raspberries, boysenberries, blueberries. I mean, every kind of berry you could ever imagine. Dingleberries. I didn't even know dingleberries were the berries, but they got it. Okay. My dad gained 12 pounds on a three-day trip. He could not believe, and he's Italian, get it? So he's Sicilian, so he sees food and he just, he, he attacks it. And, and I'm kind of the same way. I, listen, I got five brothers and sisters. When you sit down at a table, if you, if, you don't, if you don't bury your head in your meal and eat, no one's talking at an Italian dinner. No, no, you, you don't say anything. You just literally look at your food and you eat, eat, eat. Because if you don't eat, someone's going to be done before you and they're going to take your food. So that's my dad. And he literally just did not stop eating. He was stuffing his Eddie Bauer jacket full of snack bars and apples and bananas. I'm like, dad. Dad, it's okay. We're going to eat probably in another hour. Oh, okay, okay. So he, he got a little nervous. But, yes, it, it, it can be a little out of control if you're not careful. Gotcha. But, uh, these, I tell you what, these athletes nowadays, man, they are dialed in completely. They got all the protein shakes and the candy bar. They got everything they need, and, and they're the best athletes in the world now. Guys, the NFL obviously has their bye week. Coach Venturi, who was with us here at 101 ESPN for many years, now doing analysis for the Indianapolis Colts. He was linebackers coach and assistant head coach down in New Orleans. And they had a defensive tackle who was listed at 340, but was never at 340. And they got him. His normal weight was between 370, 380. He goes away for the bye week and he weighs in at 347. And Coach Venturi says, hey, make sure to watch your weight. You're in great shape. You're doing better than you've ever done. Make sure you watch your weight. The guy comes back eight days later. He leaves at 347, comes back at 382. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Joey, um, uh, dingleberries, too? Is is that you just mentioned dingleberries on that spread? Yeah, they're Sicilian. They're Sicilian, Dan. They come Uh from Sicily. The best. Everything the best comes from Sicily. That's number two. Whenever you grow up in an Italian family, you gotta get the best <laughs> olive oil. That's Sicilian olive oil. Get the great. Everything Sicilian is the best. It, 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 it's no question. If a car is made in Sicily, it's the best. Yes. Huh. Okay. All right. I just uh, had to check that. Hey, uh, Alexander Steen uh, retires. So your thoughts on on seeing uh, Alexander Steen uh, decide to hang him up? Ah, man, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss the person. You know, I, of course, you're gonna miss the player. But gosh, guys, I'm gonna miss the person more than. I think any person probably on this team and you know, you hear about this a lot with retired athletes. Oh, what a, what a great player, but even better person. We hear it all the time, but this is, this one, it's actually true. This one, it's, it's, it's official. He was a better person than he ever will be a player. 
the integrity, the character of this young man. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday with Alex, and, and that's worth saying again. This, this is who Alexander Steen is. The Blues, when the pandemic hit, they had to do like most sports teams, and they had to do some furloughs. And, and we all understand how that works, right? It's business. Uh, I, I was temporarily laid off for obvious reasons because there's no games. So I'm not calling anything. Two days after all this is going on, my wife and I, we just had our fourth baby. And my world's kind of coming undone. Some support from some blues players, broadcasters, whatever. But the one player, the one player that called me was Alexander Steen. Two days in, he gives me a buzz. Joe, how you doing? Heard about what's going on. Just thinking about you, man. Is there anything you need? We had a good 30-minute conversation. That, that's who he is. He, he's not just about the game. He'll never be about himself. He understands the entire business, the entire setup of how this, this machine is run. And he, he cares about people, you know, and, and you, Dan, you see it all the time. Randy been doing this a long time. Sometimes it's you, you, with these players and the memories of these greats, you don't necessarily always remember what they said or what they did, but you'll never forget how certain people made you feel that that feeling will always stick with you. And, and that's how I can sum up Steiner. I don't remember exactly the conversation we had that day. I don't remember all the conversations we've had over the last two to three years, but I'll never, ever forget how he made me feel. And all those players and coaches and everyone in this community that's been around him will never forget how Alexander Steen has made them feel. And that's what his legacy to me will always be from here on out. So uh, on the roster, and we'll leave Kyle Clifford, the newcomer, out of this. On the roster, who takes over that sort of a role to be the the elder statesman, the great community guy, the guy that uh, is just a, a caring person about everybody, but is also an effective leader on the ice? You know, it's, it's very hard to find one person, Randy, to do all those things because what Alexander Steen did was basically the job of three or four men. But I will tell you, they have blues players in that room right now that could fill the shoes. It may not be one guy, but it could be a few. I'm just going to give you two guys, for example, from the community standpoint, from the leadership standpoint, from the present standpoint, from a guy coming up to who do I look to for help standpoint. That to me, is will be Ryan O'Reilly. That's the guy that just stands out as the guy for that. Now he's got helpers. He's got the Braden Shannon. You got the Jaden Schwartz, right? You got all those assist men, but from a character standpoint, from what I've observed, Ryan O'Reilly is as close to Alexander Steen, uh, I, I believe, than, than any player in, in the entire National Hockey League, for that matter. And that's, that's saying a lot, because there's not a lot of guys up to that caliber. You know, how do you replace what Steen did on the ice? I'm going to give you a player I talked to Craig Ruby about two days ago that was a huge, kind of not shock to me, but uh, pleasantly surprised. He said, you know, for, in Steiner's shoes, a player – that he is going to look too heavily this year to run this ship. And he called this player, quote unquote, the engine that runs our team, the engine that runs our team, pretty remarkable quote. And that player is Oscar Sundquist. Hmm. Oscar Sundquist can be what Alexander Steen was, and he could do it at a whole nother level because he's got about 10 years on him. Uh, Oscar Sundquist, first of all, came over in a great trade from Doug Armstrong. One of the, one of the, covered trades of Doug Armstrong because you always hear about the Ryan O'Reilly's and the Braden Shens, those blockbusters that just blew it out of the park, right? That made him GM of the year or close to it. But don't forget about Oscar Sundquist. He comes here from Pittsburgh for Ryan Reeves and they got a first rounder as well, right? So it was a big, big acquisition. Not a lot was said. I had a conversation with Sidney Crosby about Oscar Sundquist, my first year on the job. We just got Oscar. I'm, I'm, I'm observing camp. I'm, my pencil's shaking. I don't know how to do this damn broadcasting thing. Uh, I'm not, will never be nearly as good as Dan McLaughlin, but one day here I am thinking I'm going to be the next Dan McLaughlin. Here I am taking all my notes down. I look like, you know, Mr. Reporter. 
and and I run, run into Sid up in Toronto, and we're talking about Oscar because he just came from Pittsburgh. And he goes, how's Oscar doing? I go, who's Oscar? He goes, Oscar Sunquist. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, he's kind of the newer guy. And I think he's doing okay. He's kind of a guy on the outside looking in, I think. We're kind of got him penciled in as a fifth liner. And he's like, Joe, this guy's not a fifth liner. This guy is good. I go, really? He goes, listen, we should have never gotten rid of him. I'll never forget him telling me that at the Toronto Marlies practice facility in Toronto a month into when I got the job back in 2018. It was an incredible comment. And I didn't believe him then, but I should have because here he is one of the best players in the world and he saw something in him. But wow, what have we seen out of Oscar Sundquist? Nothing but growth, nothing but professionalism. Craig Bruby raves about his forechecking. That's what the engine is. The engine of this team is the ability to dump pucks in and forecheck and punish. And like they did in that San Jose series a couple years ago, they wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill every defenseman out there, and they sure as hell did because they had Oscar Sundquist, right? He was running that ship, and he was that four-checker, and he was that engine. So from an on-ice perspective, Randy, to answer your question, I'm looking at number 70. I think he's got the tools. He's got the mind. And now he's going to have definitely have the ability with, with all this playing time open up. He's going to have the opportunity to go out there and prove himself to do it. Hey, Joey, I, I, I want to ask you, the news came out about the Canadian teams having issues playing, and now we're not that far away, January 13th. We're a week away from Christmas, January 13th being the target date for the National Hockey League to drop the puck. What are your expectations, optimism to try to get the season going? This is what's going to happen, guys. I'm telling you right now, uh, from, the, from what I've gathered from some players, what I'm hearing from around the league, I believe it's going to go a little something like this. They're going to start in January. They need to start in January. They're going to try to get 56 games. If, if they start in their own buildings, that thing is going to get pushed back to February based off of this virus, based off of everything's going to Canada, and the league just does not want to wait till February. They want to get going in January. Okay, so how do we do that? They're going to have to do a temporary hub. They're going to be doing temporary bubbles. Uh, they're going to be spread out all over this country, I believe, I think because of the government officials in Canada. They're not going to be allowing them to play, which is really going to piss off our neighbors from up north. So all the Canadians are going to be coming down to the States, I believe. I have heard rumors that Vegas may be a good location for St. Louis in the Pacific division. So imagine they're going to get all these Pacific teams. They're going to put them in Vegas. Let's call it as an example. They're going to put them in Vegas. Yes, bring your family, bring your kids. There's no way these players are going to go anywhere without their families and kids. They're going to allow their families, their kids, their wives, their grandparents, whoever they want to come. It's going to be called a temporary bubble, so we don't absolutely have these players come unglued because the idea of a permanent bubble, again, is it's just not going to happen. The players will not go for it. But it's going to be a temporary hub, temporary setup where players and families can go to, play, let's call it four to five weeks of hockey. Let's reevaluate. Let's see where this world is, what this country looks like, what this virus looks like mid-February, and then hopefully by then everyone can get back to their cities and we can be kind of doing this thing and jive jive through it in our own buildings the way I think the players were hoping to start in January. It's just going to get delayed because of everything going on. I saw that Petro bought a massive house in Vegas, so maybe a couple of players could just bring their families and, and bunk there. You know, maybe, maybe a nice little house party. Yeah, I tell you what, no, I don't know if Petro's going to be opening the doors to a lot of Blues people in the <laughs> near future, which I'm kind of bummed about. Yeah, but he's going to get kind of a pass this year as far as having to come to St. Louis and deal with the rowdiness of the St. Louis crowd, but there's always next year. Hey, one last thing. Let's circle back here to the integrity of the pancake. What about mini chocolate chips in pancakes? What about chocolate chocolate chip pancakes? Do do those cross the line? Yes, yes, Randy. There's, there should be no chocolate mm-hmm. in pancakes. The only thing that I know Dan would ever put in his pancake, I know Dan a little bit, Dan would put blueberries in there, but that's the extent. You can do a little bit of fruit. Every now and then maybe that's a banana, correct. maybe a walnut, mix correct. it in a little bit. But guys, 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 this is not a birthday cake. 
This is this is called pancake integrity. Throw in a piece of fruit every now and then. Slather some nice cows, uh, free-range, grass-fed, wholesome raw butter on top of that. That's correct. Some good maple syrup. Don't That's go right. cheap on the maple syrup. Dan, if you go to that grocery store, and if I ever see you in line and you got like the Aunt Jemima's like $2 gallon of I'll be so mad at you. You got to get the the, the twenty three ninety nine like half quart, like the real true Canadian maple syrup. That's what makes a pancake. You sound like somebody who really doesn't like uh, Frosted Lucky Charms syrup and pop crushed up pop tarts on top of their spaghetti. It's got to oh, be a balance, fellas. That's, that's, it, that's disgusting. It, 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 it's got to be a balance, man. Come on, it's like 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 anything in this life. I had a coach once tell me you, you got to find that balance, right? If, if you're a guitar player and the strings are too tight, they're gonna pop. If they're too loose, the, the notes are gonna fall flat. The, the, the art the art of a guitar it strums nicely when it's balanced. You find that nice middle ground. That's any athlete. You ask any athlete that too. If you're too hyped up and like sounds a hedgehog all the time, yeah, you may have a couple of good shifts, but you're going to drive yourself to drink and you're going to drive your team crazy. But then if you have these guys, these new millennials now, these new millennials show up at the rink like, hey man, what's going on? They kind of talk really slow and like, oh, what's up, bro? And they're kind of like they're really laid back. Well, they got to find that middle ground at some point if they want to stay in this league. You know, that's just the way life is. Got to got to got to have balance. Very well put, Joey. Couldn't agree. A, uh, just a hundred percent agreement. Very well put. Hey, hey Joey. W- yeah. We are uh, not going to be here next Friday morning. Is it okay if we call you on Thursday morning on Christmas Eve morning? Dude, you guys call me Thursday. You call me Friday just to chat. We don't even need to be on the air. You guys call me anytime. You got my number. You're the king. We love you, man. <laughs> okay. Hey, I love you guys too, and I'm really glad that that we we have such a good team this morning, and you guys are bringing it to the people. We're trying our best, Joey. We, we yeah. got some hard-hitting, hard-hitting stuff here with pancakes. Hey, Dan, you, you make sure you tell your brother Kevin. I'm looking at his house right now. He did a fantastic job with his Christmas decorations. Oh, I will. But, you know, I, like I said it before, don't mess with them now. There's a new streak in there. He he is a he is a grizzly bear. I would never I would never come close to. Him. Sometimes I see him with the AirPods going back and forth on the street. I can tell he's in an intense conversation. I'll give the Hulk in the wave, and he kind of gives me the glare. I'm like, okay, not a good day for Kevo. <laughs> he's the nicest guy ever. But there's a beast within. Trust me. Trust me. We all me... we all have a beast. We all have a we all have a wolf and a sheep in our brain. My, my dad said that the the secret to life is you have to balance it where the, where the you don't allow the wolf to eat the sheep because we That's all got right. that wolf there, right? Yeah. We all got that wolf. We just got to manage it properly. Joey, I was such a tough guy, especially when my brother was around. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Good for really you. tough. Have a good weekend, man. We'll talk to you. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend and a Merry Christmas. We'll talk next week. All right. See you later. That is our buddy Joey Vitale on 101 ESPN. Coming up, stick around what for a beauty. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Stick around for the fight. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. 
That's L-E-Q-B-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.